football. Hello? Hello? What's up? Hey, how's it going? Oh! Uh-oh, you've got some modulation issues. Sorry, it's probably because I'm screaming, right? Uh, Could be, Uh, you know. Okay, I'll stop screaming. Is that good screaming or bad screaming? It's anticipatory screaming. I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. Exactly. There you go. All right. We got. We're an old, that's an old Roberto Benini bit. I remember the yeah. movie. Well, it's Down for the, by younger, law. the younger kids out there. Just to if y'all out. haven't seen Down by Law, the hilarious Jim Jarmusch film with Bernini, Roberto Benini, uh, John Lurie, and Tom Waits, uh, it's a must see. And that will be on our independent films of the '90s broadcast podcast. There we go. There we go. Um, but that might have been in the '80s. But to be it honest. could it actually could have been. But here we are. Here we are. Wild card weekend. Three series are all wrapped up. One more is still to be decided. Why don't you tell the listeners where we stand? Well, we had amazing baseball in Cleveland. Uh, that was the series with the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cleveland Guardians. And game one of two teams who never hit home runs was decided by home runs. Um, Correct. The, the Rays, uh, uh, what's his name, Bieber, had a, a great pitching day. He had a no-hitter going at a certain point. Um, but he was matched equally by McClanahan of the Rays. And they went toe-to-toe, and then the Rays made first strike. They got a, a blast from Siri to center, and, uh, and that We're was We're talking about game one here, yeah. Game one, and then Ramirez came back and, and hit a two-run homer to counter it next inning. They won two-to-one. Mm-hmm. Fantastic stuff. The next day was incredible. Ross fell asleep, but it was a 15-inning game, zero-to-zero until the bottom of the 15th when – Oscar um, Gonzalez hit a, a, a home run and they won one nothing. So there we go. Guardians are moving on. And <laughs> For the record, gonna... I did not fall asleep. I was watching the game all day while I was working on this freaking trial that I've been doing for a month. Also known as falling asleep. And so then uh, the, the Guardians are moving on. They're going to they're gonna travel to the Bronx and they will play the New York Yankees on Tuesday. Um, and all the ne- the next series will be on Tuesday. So then we've got our, our matchup that was our other American League matchup, which was insane, okay? Mariners on the Friday game come out blasting, big home run by Cal Rally, the guy who hit the home run to clinch big the dumper. big – Well, we'll get to that. And then the, <laughs> his nickname is the Big Dumper. We'll leave that alone actually at this point. And then we go to game game two. Okay, we know you know Blue Jays look really flat in game one. They're like that. they had a double header for God knows why. They had to play in Baltimore on Wednesday. Uh, no excuses. They they but they don't they look flat. They look really flat Friday. Mm. But on Saturday they got Gaussman on the mound. They come out jamming. They're hitting balls, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. All the Canadian fans in Toronto are super happy. It's eight to one. And then the Mariners come back and uh, they, that was piece it to, 
they piece it together with equally clutch hitting and bad management from the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> and and uh, they proceed to come back. And this the big strike was a, a three-run double where two Blue Jays collided in center field. And, Dude, um, that was brutal. Boba Shad and uh, George Springer. And George Springer and George Springer had to be carted off and didn't yeah, look, uh, he didn't know, look like to where see. he knew he was. He was. You hate to see that. We saw yeah. that earlier with Jerks and Profar and Hassan Kim colliding with oh, the right. Padres. Also, we uh, saw it with the. What was the other team that happened with the? Uh, was it the 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 Indiana the Astros? No, the Astros. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Their big their big slugger in the outfield. He got he collided. Jordan. With, yeah, he collided with the uh, the shortstop. Um. And he was he was not against them. I think they were playing the Mets too, which is weird. But um, mm. anyway, the we've got um, so that so Seattle wins their first playoff series since I don't did they win in two thousand one anything? I can't remember if they won. I don't remember, but, but I think they lost yeah, early, right? Yeah, I think so too. Or maybe they won the division, lost a championship or something like that. But anyway, it's been a long time, and and it can't yesterday's win came on the anniversary of the game five that they beat the Yankees back in 95 and, and uh, Don Manley's last baseball game mm. ever. Mm-hmm. And it was the anniversary of that. So um, that was pretty crazy. So Mariners moving on and they get the lucky chance to go and play the Houston Astros down in Houston. And uh, they'll start the series there on Tuesday. Um, I don't, think anyone has a chance of beating the Astros, but based on what the Mariners just did, maybe they can. Then we've got the, the, th- the first national league series. We'll talk about. Wait, which, hang oh, on. Before we go yeah. to the national yeah. on this Toronto Seattle series. Okay. I mean, first game, it is what it is. You know, uh, Toronto might've been a little tight, but game two you come out to a nine to one, seven to one, nine to Eight two, to whatever, whatever it was, yeah. huge lead. And then to give it all back, um, I heard somebody say earlier today on or Sports Center or something like Seattle at that point, we're probably thinking, look, we've got one game in the bag. Let's just try and put some runs up, you know, maybe make them use their A bullpen. Right whatever it is, let's just try and um, score a few runs to make it close so that, you know, like, you know, we're not having a position player pitching or some shit. Like, right. You um, whittle away, whittle away at their bullpen. And yeah. So for game do play. that. And all of a sudden just bopping balls around, taking walks, you know, like Toronto nerves, man. And I, I think like, you know, obviously that fly ball that was hit between Bichette and Springer, it was just so perfectly placed that, like, for either of them to get it, they had to be running all out. Not just, hey, call it off. Hey, center fielder's ball, to call him off. Like, there was no calling off because it was bases loaded. Um, they were only up three at that point. Both of those players are looking to make, like, a star play to save the game save the series, save the season. And so they were just both not even really communicating. It was, it was a looper, but it wasn't like a, 
it was not a blooper, right? There wasn't a spare half second to be like, is this other guy coming? It like, wasn't, yeah. It was, and, and you're in, you're all out. I mean, you're 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 in. Yeah. You you can't, you know, it's 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 super it was important. Gnarly. And just go, we just lost a nine to one lead, eight to one lead, and we yeah. both of our two of our star players are lying on their backs. I mean, even in the regular season, that's a gut punch. But to have that happen in an elimination game. I mean, everybody is talking shit on the Blue Jays today on Twitter. Like, oh, oh, I, I heard yeah. this was going to be the last season was the trailer. This season's the movie. That's a pretty short two game postseason. Well, uh, I, you had so the Yankees clinch on your stadium uh, on your field for the AL East. Then you have the Mariners doing a a dance, circle dance, dancing on your grave on the infield, like. You know, that's a tough, tough thing to take. I mean, got to sympathize for them. That just sucks. Well, I think I think the key moment in the game was the three-run homer by Carlos Santana, where the they bring in a new pitcher, but they make Carlos bat from his strong side. And, cause mm. he, and, he, and he, he, he smashes a three-run homer to make it, an eight to five game. And it yeah. all of a sudden three, three runs you're in shouting distance, you know, because Slam I think range. up until that, yeah, up until that point, exactly like you were saying earlier, the Mariners were just satisfied with whittling away, getting extra pitchers in the game, but all of a sudden they're given this golden opportunity. And that was a pure management error. Like the, you know, you, you put your players in positions to succeed and they put their position, their players in positions to lose. And, and that, um, that I think was a key moment in the game. Give me an sudden, example of a player being put in a position to lose, besides well, the reliever that came in the pitch to Carlos Santana from his stronger side. Well, if you bring in, if it, well, th- that's generally when it is. If you bring, let's say, a reliever in to face uh, right-handed batters, and there are left-handers, and the right-handed batters have a higher, uh, you know, average for them. That that's an example bringing a reliever in super early to get four outs, like in we'll get there, the Cardinals, you know, bringing uh, Helsley in, in the eighth inning. um, And then, you know, then he's obviously not doing well and you keep him in longer. You're, you're just, you're, that's a management decision of where you should step in and go, Whoa, wait a second. He doesn't have it. Let's get him out of there. Uh, But this, this classic example was you made the batter, hit in a position that was advantageous to him. Generally, you want to to cut that down. If you look at the Rays series, um, you know, hey, the Rays couldn't hit anything off the, off the Guardians, but their relief pitching was amazing, and, and Kevin Cash orchestrated it perfectly. Like, he brought in the lefty to get Naylor every single time. So Naylor, because Naylor hits like 110 versus lefties, so Every time I remember I was texting you, I go, I go, does he have any more lefties in there? And then all of a sudden, Naylor steps up to the plate, even though a lefty hit before Ramirez, because Ramirez can hit lefties and righties. So well, yeah, I mean the, the Rays know how to to work their pitching staff. Exactly. I mean, and and in this case, the the manager who took over midseason, you gotta remember that, the manager of the Blue Jays, John Schneider, yeah. Uh, he he's not as experienced and not as well versed in those type of things. And, 
And that's when you have a Denny's menu. They doesn't. That's when you get seen the menu yet. They got to come over. They got to clean off his table. Do you all want waters? Uh, you know, you want coffee, orange juice? Do you want to see a Denny's menu? Oh, he, he, yeah, he he had the Denny's menu, except the only thing on there was the uh the the slam in Miami or whatever it's called. (laughs) But um, (laughs) but the the then that sets us up perfectly for moving into the Cardinals Philly series, which. Had more of that. You had the Phillies flat, flat Phillies, like flat, two nothing, going to the ninth. Everyone in St. Louis having a party. They're, yeah. they're celebrating. They're they're getting it on. They got the two run pinch hit home run, first time ever in Cardinals history. Pinch hit home run, take a lead in a playoff game. Goes way back, Cardinals. And everyone's you know he's he's mini pool holes. He's dancing around doing the thing, all that. Boom. They bring in that guy, Helsley. Okay, so supposedly he had like a bum finger from jammed earlier. Jammed his finger. Jammed his finger. And he's out there, and the manager, Mama, is just looking at him, like, not saying, he's watching. The, uh, uh, Greg Maddox's older brother is there, like, saying, well, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. Go out there and talk to him after he, he like, walked a guy, couldn't find the plate. Um, and then he eventually hits a guy, and then the thing that's all special in the playoffs in these series is, they go out with the trainer. The trainer goes out. And so you're, you know, it's, it's it, the trainer's being used as an excuse for an extra mound visit and maybe even get a pitcher out before he faces more than uh, three batters. Yeah. So it, this, is, this is the new strategy. But anyway, so they go out, they check his fingers, he throws a pitch, and they take him out of the game. And you're like, okay, we'll bring in somebody who um, maybe has some really good experience for coming into a, a playoff game with the bases loaded. No, let's bring in the rookie. We bring in the rookie pitcher, and he, of course, gives up the, the base hit to Segura, who uh, had never played in a playoff game in his long career. And he was super jacked as he flew yeah. down first base doing hurdles. And, <laughs> um, and two-run score, and then... Then they keep it up. They hit the ball in the infield. Goldsmith throws home, doesn't get the guy at the plate, didn't step on first to get at least one out. Ball smashed towards uh, Arenado, kind of kind of takes a little funky bounce. Arenado, of all people, misses it. Boom. Next thing you know, it's 6-2. In the top of the ninth, St. Louis is quiet. People are leaving. Yeah. They, 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 were, they were so upset they were buying Denver Bronco jerseys, um, <laughs> who also booed their own home team. Uh, anyway. Cardinal fans streaming out of the place. They get one run back in the bomb, but the Phillies now have a lead. 6-3. They win yeah. the game and go to the next day. Just for our listeners, uh, that was game one. That was just Phillies game one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what an exciting day of baseball. Then they go uh, they go back to, you know, for game two. And, of course, the Phillies have something that the Cardinals don't have. Commanding starting pitching. Which they had, they showed in game one, and they showed in game two, and they win the game two to nothing uh, with the send off of Pujols yeah. and and Molina, each getting a single. Tr- threatened in that last inning with with Pujols getting a hit. That was the Yachty second to last. Hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They two innings in a no, row. They threatened. A, they threatened, and those two guys who were playing in their final. Yeah, and those were in separate, separate innings. They they weren't. Oh in the my same bad. Inning. My yeah. Bad. No, that's okay. And and this shows that they had two chances there late in the game against the Phillies bullpen, which the Phillies bullpen, if anyone knows, is not that good. Um, no, and, they've never been. And and so then they they hold on and they they win it. And man, it was 
that's a miracle team there. Now the Phillies, they get the they they're so lucky they get to go play the Braves. <laughs> you see that video of uh, Kyle Schwarber dancing? I I did. You sent that to me. That was a little scary. The guy's but, a maniac. Yeah, he's got moves. Well, yeah, he's. I mean, that's the great thing about baseball is when, you know, they celebrate every step along the way. And it's such a hard game. And it's so, you know, when you finally have that pressure taken off that you've, you've accomplished something that's real and can't be yeah. taken back. It's, it's a relief. And these guys know how to party. And, and hopefully they'll never change that because other sports have kind of curtailed the champagne baths and other things. But baseball keeps it going. Um, yeah, that was pretty special. And like, I love for this for the Mariners and for the Phillies to be yeah. the underdog on the road. Yeah. All three, you know, potentially all three games on the road. Um which is like how the re the regular season is. When you go to play a three game series, you just play it all in one place in three straight games. So like yeah. I think yeah. that rhythm of that rhythm actually doesn't throw the players that oh, there's they don't have a home game. Like that's just right. how series go. Yeah. So, well, but anyway, for those two road teams, the Phillies and the Mariners, to get not only the win, but the win in two games, they didn't even yeah. have to play the third game. Yeah. Now nobody has to play again till Tuesday. They yeah. got Sunday off. They got Monday off. You know, they play in whatever time on Tuesday. Some of the games are earlier, but anyway, my point being, they can uh, they can reset a lot of things. Exactly. Starting they, pitching. Their starting pitching can probably start games two and three. Yep. Um. Probably not one and two, but I would think no. whoever pitched on Friday can pitch on Wednesday. So you're really only, you know, using your number three guy and then going right back to your one and two. And I think uh, I think you have a bit of an advantage because you're a road warrior. You're again going to play two road games in yeah. in a in a the opposing team. So so in you know, unlike the the and, and I think here's the thing that this is a total little side note of not having a home playoff game in a playoff series, you don't have to worry about getting tickets for friends and family. And right. I've heard a lot of players talk about that where they're just like, Oh yeah, I'm getting my probably fourth have to cousin. get a few tickets. My fourth. Yeah, but not probably not as much. It's a short series. It's like in and out, you know, who, you know, you don't know anyone in, in these cities or whatever. Um, Maybe. Maybe, but I'm just saying it is it is a factor that comes into play. For right. Players. I've heard I've heard many many I, players talk I'd about say that. It's probably not a huge factor, but I see your point. Yeah. But anyway, um, but but the road warrior but, aspect is really good for those road teams. And now we've got. If you if you looked at Twitter today, sorry to cut you off. If you looked at Twitter today, all the Guardians are at the uh, Cleveland Browns game, celebrating. So they're. They're partying hard. They're, st they're still partying in Cleveland. They won it yeah. home. Yeah. They need to travel to New York either tonight or tomorrow morning. Yeah. And sort of start. They need to work out at Yankee Stadium tomorrow afternoon. Yep. Um, and be ready for the game on Tuesday at Yankee Stadium, which I think will probably be like a four o'clock Pacific game, right? Um, uh, yeah, I haven't checked the schedule yet, but uh, it probably that's a main, that's a prime time game. Because now you're shifting to a lot of West Coast games. You've got the Dodgers. The Dodgers are playing at home. Houston's AL West. They're not West Coast, but the you know. Yeah. So and there's going to the be Braves. a lot more teams um, on the West Coast. So I bet you that Braves game is going to be the early game. Finley goes down to Atlanta. 
that'll probably be the earliest game on Tuesday. Then maybe they'll do Houston um, just because everybody hates Houston. So they'll probably put them as like the 1 p.m. Eastern uh, or 1 p.m. Pacific game. And then uh, the depending on um, the Mets or Padres, obviously that'll be like a 7 p.m. Eastern or 10 p.m. Eastern game. And the, uh, you know, whoever plays the Dodgers. And then uh, what am I forgetting? Um, yeah, so it, I think what they'll do is they'll have Yankees, Dodgers late starts, and then they'll they'll start um, the Houston or Atlanta early yeah, because of yeah. TV rate TV ratings are just that way they are. Yeah, um, game in Atlanta first, game in Houston next. New York Yankee Stadium, seven p.m. Eastern. Yeah, Dodger Stadium, ten p.m. Eastern. Yeah, unless it's the Mets, if it's the Padres, Dodgers. I can see them starting it real late. If it's the yeah. Mets, they might tell those Mets fans, like, hey, we want to get you this game. We'll make the Astros the late, late game and put the no, Mets-Dodgers no, Mets on a little earlier. No, they'll, they'll, I, I actually think that that game will start, um, will start at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock regardless, which is an issue in Dodger Stadium. The, uh, what does I'm it looking, say it on say, MLB? It just it says TBD? Say, yeah, yeah okay. TBD. Um, I mean, they don't have to commit to anything. It's three days. Well, the away. thing the thing you remember is that TBS has the American League and Fox has the um, National League, so uh, that will come into play. And but I th- I really think the Yankees game will be the third game. Dodgers game will be the fourth game. Um, I almost think that the Atlanta game will be the early game, and then the Houston game will be that midday game, and then they'll go from there. So oh. TBS has the National League? Correct. Uh, no, American League. TBS has the American League. Fox. And Fox ha- so if, if Fox doesn't want the League on um, broadcast, what do yeah. they put it on? F- FS1. Oh, shit. I hate that channel. Yeah, that's why I got my $50 for all you yeah. listeners out there. You can get a, um, a sling fifty dollar blue and orange package for the month that's a month mm-hmm. month you can cancel it and for that fifty dollars you get all of the fox uh, stations and plus you get all the tbs espn uh mm. whoever's carrying it i think it's tbs oh, and, T- and tnt as well if there's overlaps and things like that so um okay so T- tbs tnt will do the american league and then fox sports one fox sports two fox are there any are there any um, games on MLB Network? Probably. I don't not. think so. No, because ESPN just gobbled up all the wild card games. Yeah, ESPN which they've done a really ha- good job of. Yeah, and they only had the wild card games, and then all radio broadcasts will be on ESPN Radio. If you're into radio. What, like a national radio, not the yeah. local radio? Yeah, national I radio. I don't dig that. I I like to listen to one of the local broadcasts. I do too, but some people don't have that option. Oh, you mean if you don't have MLB? Yeah, yeah, uh, so exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but but generally, a local sports station will broadcast the ESPN radio uh, cast. Yes. Well, can we game. talk about my Padres? Can we talk about my my. You mean Padres? you mean uh, you mean the Mets? We're we're like twenty five minutes into this thing. We haven't well, even said the word the Padres yet. We're saving the best for last. Should we try best and get Dave in here? I don't. Dave's not a Padre fan. 
What? All right, I'm sending this. He's a Rams I'm sending, fan. I'm sending this link to Dave. Rams we'll see if Chargers, he joins. Chargers fan. We'll send this link to Dave and see if he joins. All right, but let's get Dave. started. So okay. Um, so San Diego, right, had the game. You you can talk about this more than I can, but they they did something to Max Scherzer. Thank God that hasn't been done to another pitcher in a playoff game since the 1939 World Series. Which is what? Four home runs and oh yeah, seven something or was it seven RB seven runs scored or something? Four home runs, seven runs scored by a starting pitcher against a starting pitcher. This guy named uh, Thompson, I forget his first name, pitching for the Reds back in 1939 did that. Yeah, so. I mean, the Padres come out and just stun Max Scherzer. They had a plan. They spanked him. Yeah. The, guy, the lower part of the order, Bell, Grisham, Grisham. Uh, just, you know, stunned and, the Mets. Yeah, you had, and, and Profar. Profar. You had four home runs, right? Machado, Profar, Bell, and Grisham. Yeah, I mean, come on. Let's they, get it on. And that's I, that that just like silenced all this New York yeah. Mets fans. And we were I mean, I have all kinds of like shit talking to do on Twitter that's uh, you know, that's been building up with rando Met fans that have been talking shit, but I didn't say a word because there's still baseball left to be played. And last mm-hmm. night was evidence of that. With yeah, the Mets so the, striking so back the, and the Padres having a bit of a meltdown. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Padres had a meltdown per se, but but I think you know, I think Mari Hone had a meltdown. They they had um, yeah. um assisted. Yeah, I mean there there were some questionable strike calls and stuff, but um, you know you got to give you know with Degrom pitching, they the the keynotes from the Padres were they did they did crack Degrom a little bit. They they got something off him. Um, yeah. they, you know, and then, then they just kind of, uh, you know, they got the, the Mets were against the wall. There was, I, I didn't think the Mets were going to lose that game. Cause I think it's really, what do you think of their decision to bring in, uh, Edwin Diaz in the top of the seventh inning? I think the trumpet player gets paid by the innings. So I think that was part of the reason, but, um, uh, I did not like that idea. I, I didn't you know, I, let me take that back. I, I mean, he brought him in the face. Let's see. It was the, it was the top of the seventh, right? Yeah. No, so he it was brings the him nine, in the face. Two hitters. Yeah, which didn't make any sense. Like, um, a lot of respect to the bottom of the Padres' batting order, but that didn't make sense. Like, I would see, you know, if how it would go, and then he left him in though, right? For um, for one more inning. Yes. For one more inning, and he faced obviously. Oh, he no, he left him in for uh, a couple of batters. He had him face Machado, Bell, and Cronenworth, and then took him out. David, are you with us? Sounds like birds. <laughs> Ross, Kevin, there we go. I'm here. Oh, look what at that! Bringing it, we're bringing it in from the bullpen. It sounds like a what? What are some squeaky noises? What does it sound it like? Sound like parakeets. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think it was just the door. Yeah, I opened the door. Oh, squeaky door. Yeah, so there's. That, is that the sound? That was the sound. We got a squeaky door back here. Yeah. All yeah, right, we. You know, it's Sunday. Day. We're trying to fix some shit. 
Welcome thank you. Board, Dave. Thank we you for having me. About, it's good to be here. Um, pod, we've just talked about all the series except for Padres. And I said, we need a fan, a Padres expert to join. I sent you the link and you jumped right in. Thank you for joining us. I jumped in. How thank you for inviting me. Been for you? you know, I'd say pretty good. I'd say pretty good. Um, kind of what we've expected, you know, um, or, well, better maybe than we expected. I mean, with the Padres, you never can count on anything but you know they won the first one which was great and did so pretty dominating game two you know could you question some managerial stuff i guess so but it wasn't like we beefed it that hard you know what would you question um you know leaving snell in a little too long maybe um you know the uh relieving the choice of reliever you know um, yeah, but you know, Hey, it's like that guy, you know, DeGrom just pitched really well and you know, they played well, they, they got hits when they needed to, we didn't. So that's, that's how, that's how it goes. You know? Yeah. That Juan Soto so, ground out in the seventh was kind of a heartbreaker. Yeah. There was a couple of things like that where it was just like, you know, we just didn't get the hit, you know, we didn't, yeah. we didn't, uh, get the, get the moment you know, in the moment. So um, today, you know, it's all, it's like, Hey, win, win one game and keep going and, or don't. So I think we can do it. I really do. I think Musgrove is up for the, is up for the challenge. I think uh, their pitcher is just okay. So it's ours for the taking, you know, we just got to go out there and do it. I, I think it's interesting too, that, you know, Bassett, used to pitch for Melvin. Okay. You're right. So yeah. so Melvin has a little insight into Bassett as well. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and Musgrove, Musgrove has never pitched in a playoff game, right? Oh, really? I don't. I didn't realize Oh, oh yes. no, you're right. No, Houston, we talked about, you know, you're right. He pitched, he played with Houston when they won the World Series. That's right. Oh, shit, um, really? Yeah, Ross pointed that one out to me. I thought he was pure Pittsburgh, but um, but he was with. Yep. So I, I, but I think Musgrove is clutch for San Diego as well. I was actually kind of surprised. Like I almost would have. Um, it's interesting. Like, would you have started Musgrove yesterday? Like after winning the first game. Um, I'm knowing you know, Snell's like, propensity for meltdowns, which I wouldn't say he had a meltdown, but he did yeah. have control issues command right. issues which led to some walks which led to some runs um you know it, it wasn't snellzilla it was it wasn't lights out it wasn't terrible right but it was a fairly standard snell mediocre outing so so you're right that you rather have him pitch in a game that is not a decider game have okay him pitch good point in a game good that, point that so i was just trying to figure that out and i didn't have an, a firm answer and that that's helpful because I think I think that saving because I think Musgrove is clutch. I've you know seen him pitch uh, quite a bit, and um, he has that demeanor that is winning demeanor, like you know just a right. guy who can dominate and doesn't seem to be flustered by anything. Where Snell gets a little bit more flustered, um, easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So. so so I think this is a good setup for the Padres going into this. And I agree, Chris Bassett is the, is the weaker of the two. 
Um, you got home field advantage, which is an advantage in a, in a, in a final um, game. It just is to, by nature yeah. of it. Um, you know, cause you get last shot kind of thing. And, right. um, but I, I do think, I think it's gonna be a great game and uh, I'm, I'm really impressed. And I, I was telling Ross this uh, offline, but on Friday's game, they got it going. The Padres got it going. And yeah, that was the thing that was great. And they got the guys like Profar going and Chris Grisham and yeah. guys like that who, who generally could can flatline. Um, and once they flatline, they might not get it back going, you know? Yeah. So, so, and then even yesterday, they kind of continued that they, cr- they got some cracks on, on DeGrom. He wasn't like, you know, owning them. He was, right. he was, he was vulnerable and uh and Grisham got a home run and all that kind of stuff and so I think that's um that always good for the Padres because they need the rest of the team you know to 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 be part of it um so that's uh I think I think it'll be interesting today I think it'll be a good uh, good game yeah Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting for sure uh Um, the the Mets have not stated their lineup the Padres have now if you if I can bring up one thing of course. Um, we talked about, uh, Dave, before you joined, we talked about the Mets using Edwin Diaz in the seventh and then again in the eighth with a 45-minute layoff um, between innings. He threw a total of 28 pitches. Um, so not a huge workload, but, you know, more than he's used to. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hader, on the other hand, um, in the bullpen, did mm-hmm. not apparently did not get hot, quote-unquote. Um, because they were pretty sure they weren't going to need him, but they just had him limbering up in the bullpen, so kind of like a throw day. Yeah. In that, and that was Friday. Didn't, didn't throw at all yesterday, obviously. So right. Hater, Hater, as we know, likes to work with, you know, enough rest, as we heard in the broadcast. So Hater should be good to go. He didn't even, you know, throw a pitch yesterday to warm up. So if we, I think that could counteract the home field that the Mets get. If the Mets have last looks, we got a shutdown closer who is throwing well. That could be our, you know, out card, so to speak. Yeah. I, I think so too. And I think also he has a lot of experience in the playoffs, um, I believe, with the Brewers. So um, I think that yeah. all comes into play and, and, uh, and he's kind of turned a corner. I think he had a really good September. So, um, you know, I yeah. think, I think that uh, I, yeah, I, and I also, but now the other thing is you've got two of the best managers in the majors going head to head in this series too. I mean, uh, Buckshaw Walter and, and uh, Bob Melvin. And so that will be interesting too, because I think there'll be a lot of, uh, counter moves like the like the Diaz thing obviously he had some strategy to it and I think part of the strategy was that he would carry they faced the bottom he'd face the bottom of the lineup and the top of the lineup and try and kill off the Padres any sort of attempt in the seventh and eighth to do anything and it seemed did. it seemed to work yeah that seemed to work so um it's kind of a ballsy move but you know it's it wasn't a it wasn't a just stand there and see what happens kind of move. Like he had some strategy behind it. So, um, and Bob Melvin, the same way he he's, he's a guy that 
is in the game, right? Like he's his chirping with the umpires sets the tone for things and maybe mm-hmm. gets you something later. Um, uh, cause he's well respected uh, as well as a, yeah. as a former catcher and, uh, and a longtime manager. So, um, yeah, it's, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be great. And I, I'm kind of glad it's the only, only game on the, on the slate today. So it gets, it gets the full, the full attention. We're now down to the one game wild card, right? This is it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think just uh, Musgrove could have started game one for the Padres in my book. Um, you know what I mean? That in terms of caliber of starter, he is, he's not that much different than the other two guys that started games one, two, and th- uh, one and two where Bassett, I think is way less than what the Mets started in one and two. So um, that, that's an interesting slant to the whole thing as well. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, game two, they did everything they needed to do to make sure there was a game three, even if, mm-hmm. you know, it disrupted their ideal scenarios right. for game right. three. They had to get to game. They had to do it. And so I think that puts us a little bit of an advantage. Yeah. Our pitcher's a little better. Their bullpen got a little pushed. And yeah. our our hitters are, are just, they're not, they're not, uh, Feeling down. Everybody's hitting. Yeah, you know, that, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, it's so it's true. I think we go out there, we get an early lead. You know, we we put a couple runs up, let Musgrove settle in, and then just you know, yeah, finish it. Just finish it. Finish yeah. it so we can so we can win this series. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, 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 series. it's going to be it's going to be a good game. Yeah, and then hopefully go from there, and then. Yeah. Uh, so I, for yeah. everyone out there, I've adopted the Padres as my team for the playoffs. <laughs> nice. Thank in you, su- Kevin. In support. <laughs> All right. Every, to, borrow a, to borrow a trope from uh, the John Boy podcast, um, everybody gave us one premonition for tonight. Uh, I'm going to – I'll give you my premonition first. Um, I think Hassan Kim is going to do something amazing. Okay. Okay. Um, my premonition is uh, – Will Myers uh, does something to put the Padres over the top to clinch the uh, the series. Nice, I love that. Wow, yeah, Will Myers, he's a yeah, he's an Will interesting Myers. player. I, don't I know if he's even starting. He is. He is. Oh, nice. I, okay, good. Yeah, so that was good. That was good of you. Yeah, even though he's running, it's a right-handed starting pitcher. Yeah. Um, I. I think Trent Grisham's going to do something again. I think he's Ooh, hot. I like that. I like and that. I I've seen him when he's hot. Believe me, he he destroyed the Giants a few times. Yeah. Um. And I think he's a, he's really streaky because he can be really bad sometimes at the plate. But that ain't what's going on. And if he can do that against the mainline starters for um for the Mets, I I think he's going to do very so well. So have um Bassett's a righty as you mentioned. Um, we have in our, in our batting lineup, we have Profar, a switch hitter who bat, will bat left against him. Soto, yeah. a lefty. Yep. Manny is a righty. Then Crone's owns a lefty. You skipped Grish- Josh Bell. Oh, Bell's a lefty. Crone's a switch hitter. A no, Bell's a switch hitter. Oh, Bell's a switch hitter, right. Yep. Um, uh, a lefty. Kim's a righty. Manny's a righty. Nola's obviously a righty. And Grisham is a lefty. So yeah. we have a great mix on yeah. our lineup, on our roster. 
um, that can go against um, the hard throwing Chris Bassett, the right-handed. Now, if the game goes late and there's a pinch hitting situation or a batter who didn't get a hit uh, at bat later, earlier in the game, I'm going to go with the effing San Diego guy. Alfaro. Alfaro. <laughs> I'd love to see Alfaro walk it off. Although I guess he can't walk it off on the road. But you can't walk um, it off, but you can you can f it off. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Nice. All right. That's well, right. those are our premonitions. Um, yeah. I think we should sign off so that I can get this published and sign our, it. Uh, our twenty-five listeners can listen to this before the game starts. Um, so thank you both for joining me. Thank um, you. And go Padres. And yeah. then we'll meet again, uh, maybe to preview the other series. Yeah, let's yeah, do let's... that again. Let's yep. do that. That sounds great. Perfect. All right. We'll go Padres. Okay. All right. Thanks, brothers. See you guys later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. That's so baseball.